Champagne soccer, first of the month. We here. It's crazy. The Premier League starts next Friday. European football is back, or did it ever leave? We've been we've been watching it. Been watching friendlies. It's been a match all over the world. The women's World Cup is still rocking. The guys are here. Full cast. What's going on, guys? Yes, sir. Back at it. What's happening, guys? Well, another week, you may say we're on UEFA and FIFA schedule. Are we a part of the machine? Yes, yes, we are. We are the machine. And I think they should have, you know, in another world, I really believe that men's football should have gotten out the way for the Women's World Cup. If you really want to maximize the attention this brings to the sport, get out their way. Because we know when it's the men's World Cup, I don't know what's going on in uh, outside of that. We is even in Brazil, they shut down everything. The MLS shut down, even though their calendar, as y'all know, is corresponds with the World Cup. They shut down, but hey, that's another story for another day. But um, the women's World Cup has been exciting. Been a lot of things that I want to ask y'all about. Um, the first question. Let's start with our country. The United States of America. And first of all, people out there, I hear I hear your complaints. They're like, oh Dan, when is the men? You gonna gonna. Now when is the women? Now you USA. Hey man, don't don't question things, man. All right, okay. No, just tell them, just tell Before, them you're a dual citizen. You're a dual citizen. I mean, not yet. I'm technically just an American citizen. I mean, it's great. So yeah, they don't do the dual thing, but hey, in your heart, you're a dual. It's okay. I mean, no, no, Ghana does have dual citizenship. I think I'll get that. I think I don't. I don't know. Hey, Claytis, yeah, not, not, not Claytis, that might have to be an episode of the Last Day. Hey, man, I don't. Hey, Claytis, America, Claytis, are you a dual citizen, my friend? Do you know any dual citizens from Africa? Got to revoke the American team. Sorry, you have to revoke it, Anthony. Once we convert, we're down. Okay. We're right. Re- hey, man, I don't know the other side. USA. <laughs> but hey. hey. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, That's but like... but uh, Portugal, USA finished in nil-nil. The U.S. women finished second in their group because Netherlands flu-flammed Vietnam 7-0. I don't know how the U.S. women are going to go through you know, they're trying to win three straight. They play Sweden in the round of 16. They're a great country. They have a lot of talent. There seems to be difficulty with the transitional period of the old regime with the new era. Marcus, what do you feel when you see this team? Do you think that they can win their third straight or is it just try to build for the next generation now? Um. I'm gonna be honest with you, it's a question mark. After that Portugal game, it's a big question mark. Because at first I thought all the questions were like Rodman in front of goal right now. Cause I don't think she really like it's a pressure. Like it's a big stage. So I think Morgan not stepping up enough. I don't understand why Rapino not getting no minutes. Like I think that would like another vet vet would help. Because they again they look they look kind of mixy at certain times. Um, my girl Lavelle was a Rose. bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
We just gonna move on. We just gonna move on. Um, yeah, they just and then in the back they look kind of questionable. I, we all had questions about the goalkeeper before this started, but she got we got that we got the dub last year. I mean the last one. So it, we thought she was good, but certain moments in that game, bro, if if they if Portugal were more accurate, we would have lost. Like chicks was one on one. Like it's it's kind of weird. Like it's the play is real stagnant, and it's always like looking for the play the ball in the box. It's none of that quick one two flow. You you mentioned Rose Marcus, and I think they miss um they miss uh what's my my homegirl's name Julie Ertz. Shout out to Zach Ertz, his wife. She was a boss in midfield. She would help. High energy. Game. And now without her, it's a lot of back and forth, a lot of transitional periods where it's like on the counter, the U.S. looks shut. And well, they got to play defense, defense, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, hey, man, they need her in midfield. Hey, I know. And uh, yeah, she's been playing midfield, but I'm like, why are you playing? I mean, sorry, center back, but it just looks sick. Ephraim, why is the number eight in center back, man? I guess I guess she's older, so they don't think she has the pace, but I don't know. Or, I think she could still be the DM. At least maybe maybe it's a trust thing. Maybe they trust her, you know, over whoever else they got at center. You know, we see it in club football, right? Like when a manager sometimes will put a number six. We just kind of talked about this offhand. They put a number six at uh at a at center back, you know. Rodri, you know, that kind of thing. You know, they've played center back for their country. Um, so maybe it's just a trust issue. Maybe she just trusts her to make the right move, make the right pass. Yeah, she might not be as fast as she used to be, or but there are some things, I guess, when it comes to playing defense, you can read the game better. You can use your smarts versus your speed, uh, especially when your athleticism starts to wane. So yeah, man, I, I think that's really what it is more than anything else. I mean, I, I'm trying to put as positive spin on it because uh, I'm kind of like Marcus. I'm like, uh, oof. I might have to kind of take back a little bit what I said about uh, them kind of rolling through what I thought. Japan looks good. And don't forget, they won a World Cup before. Um, uh, you know, Sweden looked good the other day. Now, granted, that was only one game that they beat. What, they beat Italy 5-0, I think. Uh, the Netherlands looked good. Uh, they They – their, their passing was really good against the U.S. Uh, they look like the men's now uh, Netherlands team. So, yeah, I, yeah. To your question, yeah, I think that's what it was, though. Like trust her on defense; she make some good plays. Keep it, keep it kind of, keep it nil. For sure. Now, I'm gonna I'm gonna shout out two teams that she didn't need. Shout out to France with that two one victory over Brazil. I got to salute y'all because that was a hard-fought match. Before the game, we didn't know if their captain, uh, Wendy Renard, would play. She is a legend in the game. Um, when I first started paying attention to women's soccer, she was one of the like players that I always see. And before the World Cup, there was a big controversy with the France FA. Yeah, it's not just Mbappe that be beefing with the France FA. The women, too. They brought in Harv Renard, Africa's favorite white man in soccer. And now he's been putting the team together. They play organized. And 
for her to not be able to play potentially and then to score the game winner, that was amazing, man. That that might be my champagne goal of the week, but there were so many bangers. I also have to salute my little sister, Linda Caicedo, once again. Columbia, they're doing their thing. They upset. Claytis's girls, Germany. Focus goal. Focus I had goal. a sick dad joke, but I was like, Claytis, if the men are die man chef, are the women die woman chef? But yeah, I don't but anywho. <laughs> I think for them it's DFB Fauna. Okay. So chef. this they said this was about the first time in almost 20 years that Germany has lost the group stage match in the women's world cup. So their dominance in the group stage is almost unprecedented. Cletus, how did you feel seeing that result? And what do you feel is the state of German football right now? Do you think the women's structure is something that the men can study based on how well they are able to get through the group stage? Or do you think it's just the competitive balance in the women's game hasn't matched men yet? So that's why the German women are able to do better in the World Cup in recent times. I think currently the women are achieving because they kind of um, replicated the the old model that the men had where they were trying to produce better quality players and more various players in different positions because previously Germany's only known to have like maybe one good midfielder and, you know, the best, the rest are all defenders. But now when you look across the board, you know, there's more dynamic uh, players in the women's team. So I feel like they're on the right path if they kind of stick to that. But for the men's, I think they need to go back to their drawing board and just redevelop their academies, to be quite honest with you, because they're not producing enough strikers. They're kind of more focused on just producing top quality midfielders. Um, if you look at, you know, players like Gunnar, Tony Kroos coming from the Bayern Academy, um, Muller, Goitzes, like, you know, um, you know, all the other top midfielders that are German nowadays, you know, there's no top striker. So maybe that might be something man to look at and try to produce better at in the academy level. For sure. Hey, hey to add to that, yeah. the Netherlands and Germany, those teams are very tall. Like across the board, most of the women were very tall and they were yeah. athletic also. So I think that was that's also a factor as well. Cause a lot of the teams are like, no disrespect to the um the Haiti team, they those women are very short. No, and, like they getting bossed women. around in games, like it's kind of embarrassing. You know, uh, you know yeah, I, women, I wish, I wish, uh, I wish uh, Haiti had the same resources as uh, those other countries. Maybe they'll be able to grow. I mean, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah, and um, this is a question that it's more of an overarching thing that can exist for the for the eternity of this podcast because. It's a question, Anthony, about how do you develop the identity in a country? And as you recall, Anthony, we watched um, the Galacticos documentary last year, and Roberto Carlos described the Germans as, like, and you already knew what he meant, like how they're locked in, they're disciplined, they don't make too many mistakes, they're more mechanical, calculated. And obviously, like Claytis said, they've lost that identity, so... From your perspective, how would you try to build an identity in a nation? Hmm, well, I got to tiptoe a little bit. 
because Germans have a colorful history as well as a lot of nations. But usually I would think how soccer from that country is adapted is based off the culture of that country in general. Same way with Brazil, free flowing, the samba way, yoga benito. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we that that's was their culture, and they put it on the pitch. You know, what I'm saying the beautiful play style. Um, Germans, tactful, focused, other things in history, but yeah, very determined to, people. Very determined, exactly. So, and that that's how they played soccer, you know what I'm saying, or football. And so we they could they could try to adapt that style again on the pitch, the determination part. America, maybe I, I don't know how we could. Uh I think ours is a mixture of all the cultures within our boundaries, you know what I'm saying? Our borders. So it's kind of let's tell the truth, Anthony. We got to go to every hood in America and give them a soccer ball. That's all, man. Yeah, man. Once real you talk. have the black community, because we know black Americans Sounds are the good. best athletes, you know, historically, if you look at other team sports, Olympic sports, if you let the black community get into soccer and play, Anthony, it gets spooky. Mm-hmm. We won't need the, we won't need Balligans. When we have Dante Jackson as striker, okay? Yeah, you're you're right. No, the thing is, uh, soccer in America is is a not really a poor poor sport. You know, as it not trying to very rich sport, very rich. Yeah, not trying to shit on it, but in the in the aspect that it's the world sport is because it's accessible no matter where you're at. You know, saying like you can you can play. Usually, you don't have to have that much money to have a, a circle object and make something look like nets. Over in America, over here, nah, you know what I'm saying? Like it's 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 not like that unless you know, obviously pick up, but no, like it ain't it ain't like one of them. So I wish it was. Uh yeah, imagine um <laughs> I brought up the guy, what's the receiver's name from Minnesota? The the, oh, the baller. Justin Jefferson. I was like, I was like, dang man, imagine if he was like playing in the Premier League or something. He was like him, like he he, he wouldn't be using his talents right, but like, yeah, like. He, he, imagine if he was, you know what I'm saying? Like, imagine, imagine if he was getting headers, you know what I'm saying? Sending crosses in. Yeah. I, mean, I think Marcus could use him as a as a uh, defensive midfielder. No, no, you no. Know? He's box to box. Like, yeah, how, okay. yeah. like how Kefren Taram, he's 6'4", box to box. That's what I'm saying. All those wide receivers, all they have to do is watch Pogba highlights. That would be their hero. Oh, <laughs> I, can be, I can be that tall and jiggy? Hey, man. All right. Or get on the wing, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, well, he's a get on the wing. I forgot y'all had that nigga on the wing crossing in. But that's what he was going crazy <laughs> with the assist. <laughs> that was tight. Uh, Ephraim, what are your thoughts, man? How, if if U.S. soccer said e-money bags, we need your help, big bro. Can you help us develop the football identity in America or soccer identity? What would you like to do to start this journey? Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's, I think we've all kind of had the same idea. Like, yeah, you go, you go into the, you know, the places where, you know, marginalized places. That's where I'm looking at first, you know, places where there aren't, isn't a lot of money. I mean, I, I don't have to rehash what Anthony said, but I, I feel the same way. I've always thought that about soccer. Imagine if we had 
you know, all these basketball players or guys that go play basketball or football jump on that on, on the soccer train. If we made it more of a uh, desirable sport or if, if it, you know, if it didn't start behind the eight ball uh, as it has in this country for so long. Um, but yeah, I think that's kind of how you do it. Um, you, you go get the hungriest, rawest uh, athletes out there. That's how you kind of do it. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, I think our approach to soccer has gotten better. Um, I'd like to see us try stop trying to poach. Not, I know it's a big thing internationally now, but I'd like to see us stop trying to poach from other countries that, you know, where guys have dual citizenship. I think it's fine at the end of the day, if you want to come play for the U.S., come play for the U.S. But the fact that we actively, I think we actively go do that because we know our talent pool has gotten better. Everyone does see. it though, E. Everyone. That's what I'm saying. I know it's gotten better. I know. That's what I'm saying. I know it's it's a it's a thing that it's widespread. For, for, so it's not like that that we haven't done that, or other countries haven't done that. I don't know. I just think because we're so we have we just have such a big pop, you know, three hundred something million people in this country. That's a lot of that's a lot of fucking people. Uh, to not have you know if if we do it the right way to not have a very talented. I'm not saying win the World Cup every year, but to have not have a very talented uh selection is kind of surprising to me after all these years so for sure now marcus you have a unique experience because even though you were a little kid when it happened 1996 summer olympics in atlanta from what i was told changed the dynamic in the city forever in a positive and a negative way in some aspects I know after that, you guys have become a great fan base in Atlanta FC. I mean, Atlanta United, excuse me. I would like to know what you think when you see how soccer has grown in your city, the state. What do you think could be used to try to get more interest in soccer to the Black community? <laughs> oh, hey. <laughs> I'm asking you for help, Marcus, help. Um. I, I I ain't gonna lie. I, I was thinking about that question that you asked previously, but I'll answer this one first. Um, yeah, I do think that Atlanta is a unique is unique in the way how we are with our football, our soccer, as you say. <clears throat> but I think with this current team and the United to get more black fans, we probably have to have more black players, and we have to have a jiggy black player. Like we've been buying, we just bought a guy from the center uh, from Senegal. I think the striker, um, we just bought a midfielder from France, a black dude also. But that's not going to entice black dudes to want to go play. Um, the homie that we got from D.C. United that plays on the wings, he's like, um, it, I think it's Etienne Jr. <clears throat> like somebody seeing somebody like that, that might entice somebody. Um, Caleb Wiley, he's a proven case from like playing at the youth. Like we got um, kicks on fire. He's, it's a um, – it's like it's like a little uh and like train, you know, like we got martyr train stations and in the yeah, martyr train yeah. stations, we got soccer fields. Like so like they got like on the side, or, like on top of them, like different little locations or somewhere next to them. So like Caleb came up through that, playing through that, and then he went into the academy. And to link back to the first your questions you was asking um Anthony and E, I think the <clears throat> I think as a coach, I think that you have to focus on the youth and then you gotta and with the senior. 
And with the seniors, you got to try to uh, try to find the senior players that will implement your system. Um, I think like if you can get the if you can get more youth that can play your style, if you can put those type of youth, that's a better that's a better aspect um, than like kind of how he was saying, just getting random players from other countries, because like Sergio Des in the U.S. aspect, we don't really need him because he doesn't play consistent minutes in the club. So it's like, how can you ever improve to want to play? So um, it's kind of it's it's kind of confusing. And I mean, I think that was the different aspects that you can go about trying to improve the stuff. For sure. Now, shout out to Marcus and Cletus. Last week they came on Chopper Suit Convos. We had our longest episode over two hours. And the streets are calling it a masterpiece. I've heard a lot of brothers say after the pod, they listen to Sexy Red and they feel what I was saying. They call her Gucci Man Jr. in some communities. Hey, I have the second half of Chopper Soup Convos here. DJ Ball Mall, Jamal, what's going on, man? Welcome to Champagne Soccer. What it do, my brothers? What's up, E? What up, Big E? I ain't seen you. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, what's up there? I hear you're going to be a, a Hotspur fan. Nah, nah, I'm a gunner for life. A who? A gunner, you know what I'm saying? I'm with the gunners for life. Yeah, you know breaking you news, mean? Jamal, this man has lived life the right way for over 30 years, not supporting any sports team. Loosely, he was fooling with, the, I'm not going to say never, because he, he would support the Titans, his uh, home state team. He would show love to the Falcons as well. You know, we all love Michael Vick, but Jamal was repping the Falcons heavy at Vic's prime. Then he relaxed, guys. He took a break, just started enjoying players more, living the right life. Now he wants to be a Baltimore Ravens fan and Arsenal. What I've, been a Raven, I've been a Ravens uh, fan. Don't lie got, to the people. Thanks. I got fifth grade pictures, fifth grade pictures of me in a Ray Lewis jersey. Hey, that don't mean nothing. That just means Ray Lewis was the man. Yeah, yeah. And Arsenal Gunners, you know, we uh we we coming strong, you know what I mean? Like we've been we've been uh struggling for some time, you know. It's a lot of stress being a Gunners fan, you know. Hey, but you know, oh, oh he knows about the stress already. Yeah, he's talking. Okay. Yeah, cause he's cause he's seen me. What do you mean? He don't. Hey, man, he's living through me, man. Like Arsenal stress yeah, already. Yeah, this sound this sound like Dan talking points. That's this sound like Anthony. You've known this brother for a long time. When shout did he out, become a Baltimore Jamal. Ravens fan? Shout out Jamal, Abel Mall. What's up, man? You know, DJ. What to do, brother? Nothing, hey, man. Just, just over here about to expose that you have never been a Ravens fan, man. I'm good, man. <laughs> hey, man. I was about to say, I thought you was a Titans fan, man. I could have swore you had like an Eddie George jersey or something, man. I yeah, man. Him, I forgot the homie in high school. Him and Jamal used to be rapping. Oh, about Jeff Fisher getting pissed. Eight and eight every yeah, year. Yeah, man. You used to be a Titans fan. It was Kyle. Yeah. Shout out Kyle. Yeah, Kyle I remember Barnes. that too. You talk about the Titans and stuff. Yeah, uh, man, I'm with the flock. I've been with the flock, and I'm gonna be with the flock. Hey, man, you know. he was Vince Young. He was trying to help. He was trying to figure. Hey, Marcus Jamal was trying to figure out what was going on with Vince Young. He was asking questions. Hey, man, I gotta, I gotta call my people in Nashville. You mean now, Young? Now you a flock? Young Vince? <laughs> when he fucked up in the. Uh... And they go, uh, what's that? The workouts before they go getting drafted? Yeah, yeah, man. But uh man, how you gonna flip from a Titans fan to a Ravens fan? You you just gonna blame the black quarterback? Yeah, they, were, they were rivals back in the day. They were yeah, like 
Hey man, I, I grew up in uh, close to Baltimore, so I just always been a Baltimore fan, man. Hey man. <laughs> oh wait, oh Anthony, what's, what? Anthony got a little look going on. What's going hey, on? Man. He said he he said he grew up close to Baltimore, but I remember him being my next door neighbor, and and I don't consider myself <laughs> ever growing up close to Baltimore. And there was there was link enough uh... to watch NFL Sunday Ticket, man. Not no Ravens games. Come on, man. <laughs> Hey. Hey, this 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 champagne soccer, you know what I mean? It's all about Bukayo soccer, you know what I mean? That's my hey, man. Hey, now that's like later that's... with the Starboy propaganda. Yeah. That's the right. Thing. He said it's all about him too. Hey Jamal, tell tell the, oh, tell the guys about your favorite goalie, man. Who are you talking about? Schmeichel? Yeah, yeah, Casper Schmeichel. That's his big homie. Nah, he should be a Leicester fan if you keep it a thousand. He's been very low the last few years, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, where is he getting now? Well, he, he's not in the Premier League anymore, but yeah, where I'm, is he, Jamal? I, I rock with Ramsdale, you know what I mean? Yeah, I rock with uh Ramsdale. Matt, hey, Matt, Matt, Jamal, how you feel about of the roster? Huh? Hey, Jamal, I got a question. That's man. why he doesn't want to show us his face. He's reading the joint. Hey, yeah. show your face yeah. right now, man. This guy have notes. Hey, hey, hey Jamal, man. how you feel about the David Rea uh, rumors? Hey, man, you know it is what it is, you know? <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> so easy to deflect. Hey, man. Hey, so um if you're gonna actually indulge and watch uh you know soccer this season, pay attention to Arsenal, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna love to hear your opinion on watching a sport that doesn't have commercials in it. Oh no, that's the how... best part. Exactly, man. You're gonna be like, dang, this is the this is the game right here. This is no, it. that's the best part. Like, you know, all the ads yeah. is on the on the field and, and a little bit on their jersey. Yeah, man. It's just a little home, bit. Man. Hey, yeah. Got a lot of ads on their jersey. Time to play, time to play ball. That's the best part. Yeah, right? see? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, see. So whenever it gets slow, just know, man, it's no commercial breaks. You watching the whole sport, you watch all action, man. I mean, it might when seem it, slow, but like whenever I said, whenever Arsenal that, goes down two nil, man, just know man. That last, they that last that. 20 minutes, the camera off. Man. That last 20 minutes, it won't be slow. It's gonna be turned up so i mean that's how it was in the oh, world man. cup the world cup was crazy that was wild like i got to experience like people who fear messy what it feels like because i was rooting against them so and it was just like oh shit oh shit oh shit like every other you know what i mean few minutes it's like oh hey, payola doesn't spread that far sometimes in every match so and Trump still got to keep his job <laughs> but that's another story for another day Cletus, i got a question for you man you guys, Marcus, you guys remember we were talking about UK rap last week. Jamal mentioned his love for Skepta. He said he became an Arsenal fan because his big homie Skepta is an Arsenal fan. Skepta is from Tottenham, okay? He is a Tottenham boy through and through. And you know, you guys know Tottenham boys. Either they support Tottenham or they gotta get United. Maybe they can't support Arsenal because that's the op. Spurs are United. H- Heady, United. Yeah, Heady. Yeah, look, see, he's a United fan because yeah, Tottenham's trash. But uh, the irony is, a week later, Jamal's favorite American rapper Jay Z is rumored to be interested in buying Tottenham. 
what advice would you give the Jamal Cletus as one of Arsenal's biggest, you know, haters? Rightfully so, because we're rivals. Let him know the stress of being an Arsenal fan from the perspective of a Chelsea fan who wins. To be quite honest with you, I don't know why you chose Arsenal, but I understand why you chose Arsenal. Just embrace the stress. But just looking at the the Spurs situation with Jay-Z, I would I would I wouldn't be worried. Because it's looking like a like a LeBron play with, with Liverpool, with maybe a little bit more funds involved. You feel me? But I don't see I don't see no, nothing special happening with Levy and uh and Spurs anytime soon, unless Jay-Z is getting money from the Saudis and he's 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 funneling that through. That's the only way. If you've heard Jay-Z rap the last five years, he has been talking a lot about Allah. So I mean hey, well, he does, you I, know, he I has, have to, might have to plug in. He, he might he might have the little connect to make that happen, but and yeah. Jamal's oh. name is Jamal. So I mean he hey, you can holler at them too, man. Hey, hey, Jamal, what, you, what you know about Jay-Z, man? Is he moving with the Saudis? Hey, uh a little bit with them. He kind of moving with a few Jewish people sometimes too. But he really, moves, okay, okay, okay. he really moves with the nations and the gods. You know, on those five percenters. Those that's his real family. Now nah, you definitely need the Jews, the black the Jews, Jews, not the white Jewish Jews. people. Hey man, what not is the anti-Semitic uh, Jews? <laughs> I meant like the Jews where you can, like Amari like Stoudemire and them. You know. Hey man, don't care. So let's look at look at Egan, look at Egan with the eyes out. Hey man, but um, you know, I mean, the reason you know why Jamal like, comes with this nonsense, he's trying to get us get it. Yeah, he's activated. Clay. Listen, um, uh, Semitic uh Jews, not white, not the white Jews. Okay, like the black Israelites. Oh no, not man, again. You yeah, no. don't care about them that much. Oh lord. But yeah, I mean, the reason why I like Arsenal, you know, <laughs> I, just, I like their focus on like attacking style, like uh offenses and you know they're real hey, hey man hey we gotta stop that he said hey, that what's, that you, show us your face <laughs> you said what are you talking about a football team with the attacking what now yeah like this their 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 attacking style of play you know and like their defense hey, what's that like? what's that hey, like? Dan. hey Dan, uh, if this is all it takes for me to get on ring uh uh ring culture man I got I got some talking points I need, uh, to, I need yeah, to... <laughs> Jamal's <laughs> a sick guy, man. He derailed the show in a good way. Hey, let's talk. Now, nah, but to the Jay Z point, I got a question for y'all yeah. since I got y'all here. Did Jay Z have something to do with Tottenham's owner getting caught? The same way people were trying to connect the dots with Jonathan Majors getting hemmed up, and that Rock Nation. Uh, what's what's that guy? Uh, he just ended up a drug dealer at the end of his show. Um. Snowfall. Snowfall. <laughs> they was trying to act like he was about to be the next king. Is is Jay Z out here? Is Jay Z out here? You know. Well, <laughs> hey, all I say, Anthony, is that the head of Rock Nation, Desiree Perez, is a former federal informant. So he has the boss of his company is a snitch. So I mean, he has no problem with tattletales. Hey man, <laughs> you might have told somebody. Hey yo, go look maybe, at Tim Lewis. Maybe some girl. notes, maybe some hey. notes getting slid across some desks, man. That's hey, all I, I got to do, Dan, is add this one thing. There's a, a skeptic bar. I'm on the team. Tot. I'm on the Tottenham team, like Lennon. Quickly, okay. You heard that, Jamal? I told you he's a Tottenham fan. He's from Tottenham. He can't like Arsenal. 
What is your retort to that, Jamal? Your idol is a Tottenham fan. Now you have to go against your idol, even though you thought your idol was an Arsenal fan. Look at him. He's glitched. <laughs> Jamal. Yeah, look at him. Yeah, all right. Yeah, look at him. He's hiding. All right, well, Let's see what's good, man. Gotta refresh the Google real quick. It's okay. Oh, he said he on Google trying to figure things. My bad, my bad. <laughs> what happened? He was he was looking up tactic games. Well, he <laughs> said what happened. He didn't know what. Hey, read the lyric again, Marcus. Hey. Hey, your boy skipped to line on the track. I'm on the Tottenham team like Lennon. Okay, that's mm -hmm. that's like the first bar of the record, bro. Yeah, Aaron Lennon, former Tottenham player. He's a Tottenham fan. I told you he likes Tottenham. I'm the one that told you that. You are. No, you said he didn't like them because they suck. You. No, uh, I was like, I was like, bro, he he is a Tottenham fan. Ain't Hetty from there too? Hetty from there too, right? Yeah, and he likes Man United. I just said that like three minutes ago. Oh, I stepped away for a second. I oh, okay. There you go. That's what was going on. Yeah, just yeah, tell yeah. the truth, man. Turn your camera on. Where are you, man? Are you still in the gym? Where are you? Nah, nah. I'm, hold on. Give me a second, man. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. This nigga, he might. Hey, man. <laughs> we'll get the Jamal in a second. Well, let's go back to the regular show, our regular programming. Next Friday, like I said earlier, the Premier League starts. So this is the last week or so of preseason. Claytis, let us know what you was looking into, man. Liverpool. They've been active in more ways than one. We're going to get into uh, their change in leadership and transfers. But uh, how did you see their preseason match? You saw uh, both of them? The, the yeah, I've seen the Chelsea versus Fulham game. And then I saw the, was it the Aston Villa? And I forgot who they played. But, um, yeah, Aston Villa looked good. Wasn't uh, it Brentford on that joint? Yeah, it was Brentford. Yeah, yeah. Brentford second half looked better attacking wise, um, but first half seeing uh, Keita out there, uh, I'm say Keita Diaby, yeah, the boy looked really fresh and form ready to go honestly, and I think Aston Villa is gonna definitely push for that that five or maybe top four position, but yeah, they they gonna look lethal this year, and then the second game was a Chelsea, Fulham game, and quite honestly. So refreshing. I saw I saw goals. You know, last year we didn't score goals. We were scoring more than one goal. It was refreshing. But besides that, like Lincoln play looked really good. Like we were playing way more like attack minded, trying to be quick on the counter. Um, Kunku was always like in the right position. At first, he was like kind of drifted to the left, um, and then he kind of came inside, started playing through the middle a little bit more, played nine up top, and that's where he kind of got lucky with this goal. But, like, he even set up uh, Enzo perfectly. Like, Nkuku in the box was definitely linking up, trying to set everybody up. Enzo missed, like, definitely a set of a goal. But besides that, even um, Jackson looked good up top. So him with Nkuku behind him, yeah, it might it might look a little bit promising for Chelsea this year, and we don't got no Champions League. Yeah, it's gonna look it's gonna look good in the league. I feel like I feel like we still need somebody in the midfield and a new goalie, and if we get another striker, I'll be happy with that. But so far, it's pleasing to see what I saw. 
All right, all right. I don't have any preseason report for Arsenal because I don't give a damn about preseason. Just don't get hurt. You know, I, I, I'm tired of this, okay? I'm tired of people acting like preseason is real football and you're really seeing things. A lot of those boys won't even touch the pitch from August to May, okay? A lot of brothers wearing 88, 75, 63. We're not seeing those boys ever again. So it's hard for me to truly evaluate what's going on. I'll wait until next weekend. Marcus, what preseason joints did you check out, if any? Um, I kind of am paying attention to the preseason because uh, we... look at this sucker with his Baltimore Raven, uh, oh Baltimore propaganda Orioles with, with that ugly trade they did today. But we'll speak about that later. Yeah, whoa, wait, we haven't, we, hey, man, we we don't have a, ba- a baseball show yet, but yeah, wait, man, I got something. Um, yeah, so I. Our preseason, we've been experimenting in the midfield. Um, recent, what was that? First, we was rocking with Trent, trying to play the six. Now we rocking with. We tried to rock. Last game we rocked with Curtis Jones. I think we probably gonna rock with Curtis Jones again against Byron um, tomorrow morning. I don't know when that's gonna come on in the U.S. time, but it's they. I mean, well, it is gonna be. Where are you guys in? They in Singapore. Oh yeah, so it might be twelve to sixteen hours ahead. Yeah. So so yeah, I'm gonna probably catch the replay on the LFC Go app. But yeah, I'm just trying to. Um, that's the only thing I'm taking from it is, um, seeing players like Nunes get informed because he was he was missing a lot. Um, making sure Virgil Van Dyke stay healthy. Um, AKA the new captain. Um, new vice captain. Just seeing him play different roles. Uh, I do think that he's going to interchange, like playing midfield some games and also playing uh, right back. But it's going to depend on we getting a six. We need a six so he can do, like, be parallel in a sense. So, till that happen, I don't think that's going to go. But it's cool to see. Like, kind of like how you said, it don't really matter. Like, we get in mix. Certain things, like, that, that do happen, you pay attention to, like, I, like kind of like how you said with the women, U.S. women, our transition when we lose the ball, it's it's shit. And I ain't gonna lie, I was watching Potch, and he's that kind of happened to Chelsea. And he pulled when they had like their water break, bro told them to like get closer. And I ain't gonna lie, that like that shit helped them, and that's how eventually how um Mudrich got his first ever goal I ever seen that boy score. But um yeah, man, I don't think preseason matter much unless it's like get you informed. And make sure the dudes is healthy. The young kids, it's it's kind of trying to get your ass put on loan. See, get, yeah. get somebody enticed to get you on loan. For sure. Now, Ephraim United, have you guys even won a game in preseason yet? No, or you're funny, dude. You, you knew no, we beat Arsenal at least, so we at least got one. I forgot about that. See, oh, yeah, <laughs> it didn't process in my brain because preseason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We won our first three and lost our last two. Lost your last three. Three. So we're three and three. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm But I feel like you, though. Like, I, I don't really hold – I, I kind of feel both like you and Marcus. Like, I, I don't look too much into it only only up until, you know, it's like, all right, what are we doing for the young fellas? Is, are any young fellas going to make the senior squad? Hey, the add to that, you got an excuse. Remember, you said y'all young boys played a whole preseason game. So that's that was one of those L's. 
Right. Teenagers played against physical grown men at, at Wrexham. So, um, but to, to Mark's point, I do like it because of that, right? Who's going to show out? There's always a surprise or two that come out of the youth squads, honestly. Let's be honest. There's always one or two people that get sent, signed to the senior squad or are on the senior squad already, never got played, but may end up getting play time this year because they showed up. Uh, who's, you know, who are we going to sell? Who are we going to, you know, so those kind of things are intriguing. And at the same time, I don't get up in arms. Like, you know, I, I see a lot of United fans, you know, to your point, getting up in arms about like, oh, God, we lost our last three. How's that going to look? Oh, shit, it's in Hogs mad because they didn't play a certain way. Da, 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 da. All right, cool. Yeah, that, that may have happened. You're also playing a lot of substitutes. You're also playing a lot of uh, young people. You're also playing, trying to integrate a couple couple new pieces into the team. You're also, you're also, as far as Ten Hag is concerned, and, and I know Marcus and, and you, Dan, too, y'all can – uh, uh, y'all can um, relate to this with, with newer managers trying to implement systems. You're not going to get it right the first year. You're going to have to do something more the next year. All right, he did this last year. Now he's going to do more about pressing this year or something. So things like that, you, you, you're you going to see and you just want to see that they're doing better jobs of, of those things. And there's some positives that we we pulled out of this preseason. At the same, same time, yeah, we know we need a striker. Uh, we know we probably need another midfielder. We know we probably need another defender for some rotation. So yeah, but but it's good to see that though. So I'm kind of both ways with it. Anthony, about two weeks ago, you and I went to the, you know, the MLS All Star Joint, starring Arsenal. Did Jamal show his face for a fan? I didn't see him then. He didn't pull up. He didn't show didn't... his face. He didn't. He didn't even give me no plex. Like, oh, you wearing a city jersey? Oh, dang! Oh, we bought it. I didn't hear nothing from him. Eric nope. pulled up. A lot of people pulled up. That's yeah, y'all niggas on the other side. Yeah, yeah. everybody was there. Yo, guy, people there. from across, even people from yeah. London came to DC. He down the street, <laughs> Baltimore. I live so close to Baltimore. Couldn't go to Audi Field. Where Yo, Gotti wasn't there. Huh? Yo, Gotti wasn't there. He Gotti was there. Thought you said Gotti wasn't there. Hey. Gotti. Yeah, Gotti was there with Angela Simmons smiling. <laughs> he looked heartbroken. Yeah. Hey, he does look crushed. His idol. He couldn't meet his idol. Yo, Gotti. Gotti was on the field. He, he was talking on the field. He did an interview. Mm. Yeah, he was there with his new teeth and all. <laughs> we're, we're, you know, he'll be busy out here, man. Hustling. Boy, man. Look at <laughs> Have you seen Arsenal preseason, Jamal? What's going on? What are your, what are your thoughts on the upcoming season? I mean, you know, I see they're eyeing a few players, you know, um, they, you know what I mean? I mean <laughs> that's all I've been focusing on, like, just some of the players that they're looking at, you know what I mean? Like, uh, Raya and So or whatever, you know. You said who? Soho? Who's that? Raya and Sal, So. Oh, hey, man. All right. Nice segue, man. Thank you for Ephraim's transfer news, man. <laughs> that's a sick segue, man. Just looking at, you know, Raya. He said Ryan. I hope you said. I hope you said Ryan. Ryan. R A Y. Yeah, cool. yeah he got, you know he got his. You know he got his computer putin. Oh, I know. I see him typing. I see him looking down at the keyboard right now. It's all good. Hey, look. So we'll start with that one. Let's start with with David Ryan from Ben Brentford. What are your thoughts, though? Uh, uh, I was gonna say Jabal, but I'm, I'm gonna ask you, Dan. What's your thoughts on David Ryan? I know we talked about it a little bit before, but. Set a pod. No, what are your thoughts on on some competition potentially for? Let me just say it like this: 
if Arsenal wants to be the best team in England, if Arsenal wants to win the Champions League, we need better players that can push to be amongst the best in the world at their position. I think right now at Arsenal, shout out to Filthy Fellas because I got this from them because uh, I think it was Tigo that asked, how many players does Arsenal have that you can see them being starters on a Champions League team? And mm. at the time, they said Saka, Odegaard, and um, Saliba. And I agree with that. Now you can add Declan Rice. Hopefully he plays well, but based on his profile, what he's done throughout the years, even now winning a trophy with West Ham, I think he's good enough to be the DM or maybe even play a more dynamic box-to-box role, similar to how Chelsea used Conte when they won their last Champions League. Outside of that, though, we need to improve everything, and I don't think Raya... I know Ramsdale is good, but I don't think he's world-class level or close to it. He's still a young goalie. I don't think Raya is the one also, but I could be wrong. I mean, you guys remember when Real Madrid was winning the Champions League with Kaylor Neves. No one thought Kaylor Neves, he didn't have the big profile and name, but he was great. And they still got rid of him for Courtois, so hey, man. <laughs> but Raya, he's cool. I don't know if he's that guy we need, though, but hey, I'm open to be wrong. Yeah, I hear that. Um, anything you want to say, Jamal, about that? Good, cool. No, I'm more focused on the the style transfer, and uh, you know, I know that he can definitely help some of our like our midfield like options and stuff like that. But say his like, name, spell his name. S O W. What's his first name? I couldn't pronounce it. I don't know if I've seen this. this yeah, you let him pull up in your database. He's looking at help transfer news. <laughs> I was like, what sow is that? I don't know. <laughs> All right. All right. Hey, you know something wrong, though, man. That's what's up. Um, <laughs> you guys still looking to get rid of uh, Balogun? Look like Inner is trying to step in and try to grab him. How you feel about Partey leaving? Going to Saudi, maybe. You talking to me? Sure. Go for it until Dan come back. Go for it. How you feel about yeah. Partey? Hey, man. Go. Fuck him. We'll be all right. Okay. Oh, shit. All right. All right. Hey, Wait, hey, said, what talk. about we'll Thomas Partey? You got straight to it. <laughs> we'll be all right. Nah, we need that, bro. Even though, <laughs> yeah, we need it, man. I wanted to sell him. He don't want to leave. He's ready to fight his case. I don't know. Maybe Mendy beating his case got him feeling good. Maybe. I don't know. I wish we could sell him to Saudi Arabia, but he don't want to leave. So, hey, might as well keep him. Build that debt. That's what Arsenal's trying to do. They're trying to be able to compete with City by building debt. And by that, you can't sell someone like Partey and replace him with a teenager like Lavia, which is what Liverpool's trying to do. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. That's exactly what I was going to go to next. <laughs> Romeo Lavia to Liverpool. Apparently, the Scousers have turned down a $40 million uh, bid, I mean, excuse me, the Southampton has turned down a $40 million bid for uh, Lavia. How you feel? What are you, you feeling the depth's going to come from, uh, Marcus? Hey, man, we gave them boy 36, then they said they gave him 40, bro. What you what y'all need, bro? We ain't giving y'all 50, bro. Um, Andre Trindadale, load up. Load up. 30 mil, load up. Lavia, we'll get you, we'll get... 
we'll get you a little bit later. We'll get you in January. We got to get them before City can get them for 50 mil next year. That's yeah, next I know. summer. You know they won't sell them in January. Yeah, we get them. We'll get them. Yeah, we're going to get you eventually. But but we're going to get you before City. Okay? That's all I can say about that one. Uh, I don't know if that one's going to go through, to be honest. Um, But I will hope so. I don't think bro is ready to start right now. Um, it probably we probably would be like in some top top six type shit instead of top four if he the starter. Um, but this Andre dude, shit, he looked like he might be a bit a little bit more equipped from Fluminense. Yeah, so I mean, we'll see how it go. We gotta make a decision by the eighth. You gotta make a damn decision, so it gotta right. be quick. So you rather get all this dub done before the season starts? You ain't you ain't trying to wait till the last second of the transfer window, like a. Oh yeah, I need that the first week. That means because if not, I, I'm playing Clay with Curtis Jones at, at at my six, and that could get mixy, even with Enzo none tracking ass on the pitch. Like, <laughs> I mean, it, it's just not a good look for somebody not seasoned to be playing against some. You know what I mean? Against some guys that's gonna be ready to press. Like they're gonna be hyped because they're gonna be with a new coach trying to get that new coach bump. Hey, yeah. nah, bro. We relax. We need that. We need that quickly. This weekend will be best for me. I hear that. All right, let's jump on the city real quick. Speaking of city, Guardiola, what's going on with you on that one there, Anthony? I'm hearing mixed reports. Either he's in or he's not. They're still waiting on him. Is it there? Is it is it close? What's going on with that? Hey, all, all I got on that is there's a, a profile on Twitter like City Extra. Hey, look you know, at it. Sorry. It looks like Bernardo Silva's licking your head like an ice cream cone. I'm sorry. <laughs> Freak boy. <laughs> hey, man. Yeah, so there's a there's a profile called City Extra. You know what I'm saying? There's a profile called City Extra. And and uh Moving like little Dan. kid trying to do the joint. Oh. Look like you got closer to the tongue. What's you? Nah, I'm fucking with Dan. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. When um, sweat. If you're a city fan, if you're a city fan, you follow this, and so you just gotta you gotta look in. Everybody's wondering where Vardiol is. We're like, where's he at? Where's he at? And so they were tracking this plane that was leaving uh, Germany, and. Everybody's like, oh, yeah, this is him. He's pulling up. And it just so happened to be a German billionaire. It wasn't him. It was just some random guy. They they couldn't. They we he, He's nowhere to be found, Ephraim. That's what I'm trying to say. We, we, he's not here. Yeah, I had to wipe my head with my money, Ray Rack. They tried to bless y'all with some money, y'all broke asses, man. What's going on with y'all, man? <laughs> hey, man, we, we just, we got... We extended Nathan the Keys contract to like 2027, 2028. We have Mr. Pivotal on the team right now. So we may not need a left-footed center back. You know what I'm saying? We already got one. Laporte's but... still there. Y'all what haven't up, gotten up. rid of him either. Laporte's well, still here Pep, too. Pep's trying, to get, Pep's trying to get rid of him. Pep say he still doesn't want him. <laughs> so that's, that's a great point that you make. So what do you feel? That makes me think about this. What do you feel about the depth going into this season, Anthony? You still think that you're depth is talented enough to get you through a what could be a 60 something game season yeah um 
honestly, we only lost Mares in my eyes. It may be some other people going, but I don't notice. So, and Mares didn't play that much in the last stages of the Champions League. It was Bernardo, and we've retained Bernardo. So I think my team does have the depth to push for at least the double. And I'm talking about the double that matters, Premier League and the Champions League, back-to-back. Right. I'll say right. yeah, before the season starts. While Bernardo's doing this nasty shit right there. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. thanks for that. Oh, Look at him. Look at him. Look at me, man. Yeah. <laughs> Jamal put the logo on his head. <laughs> hey, how, how you feel about the new kit though, man? Which one? The the turquoise joint. Trash. That they're wearing for the, the for, third for the Monaco. Trash. Mm, yeah. yeah, I mean, I feel like I could pull it off, so but I feel you though. Pull it off, it's <laughs> nothing to do with pull. I mean, I could do anything, but it, it's not fresh. I didn't buy that pink jersey still either. The third kid last year that they mm. still selling that they got rid of all the kids, but that pink kid, I think they thought that pink kid was gonna sell more, but nah, man. <laughs> when are you gonna buy an Arsenal jersey, Jamal, to seal your fate to losing? Probably get one in a few weeks, you know what I'm saying? Put my name on it, you know what I mean? Which one? Eight ball? Yeah. Okay. Number eight? Of course. All right, all right. I'm telling you, man, our future's bright, man. Don't don't speak all that losing negativity stuff. It's different. It's over, boy. It's you different. pulled up. Every time you pull up to something, shit dies, man. <laughs> hey, man. You know... I saw the Seahawks Lucky. dynasty end before it started with Jamal. I've seen I didn't see that. boys lose with Jamal. Cletus, I didn't see that. I was with Cletus. We went to Jamal's house to force him to watch the Euro 16 final. We watched France lose in front of his eyes. We, Whenever we need cool things for the black culture to happen around Jamal, it fails. So now yeah. Arsenal yeah. is dead with his hey, the Chiefs. The Chiefs won last year. He's yeah. a Ravens fan. Lamar Jackson can't even finish a season. We'll see. It's crazy for you. Hey man, Joe Burrow can't even start a season. Everybody gets hurt. It's a part of the game, you know. Nah, you said it yourself. Anytime you align yourself with black greatness, it dies. Nah, not Patrick Mahomes. Well, he's biracial, so that's why he can defeat defeat you. And he has a white wife. Whenever I rooted for LeBron, he won. Mm, I, hey, I never rooted for KD like that. So I mean I don't know, your, man. Did you for, how many times did you root for LeBron? In the heat. And uh, and the Cavs. Yeah, but that, he failed more than he succeeded over there. He failed a lot. Well, who, the Cavs? Yeah, he won one and went to the finals five times with them. <laughs> hey, man, he won. A, he, he, got a, he got a championship with every team I he mean, played for. The, the first joint he went to, though, you can't really. I mean, he was, what, third year in the league? Hey, I don't want to hear it. You went there and you got cooked. I don't want to hear that excuse, man. You I went there and you got cooked. You he got, got a ring with every team he's played God bless. for. You got a ring with every team he's played for. So. You got swept for with, you got swept with Cleveland in 20, 2007 and twenty eighteen. That's greatness, man. Anywho, this is a soccer pod. We'll have to talk about that another time. Yeah, man. Look like Jamal want to go on ring culture again. Hey, man. <laughs> All right, let's wrap this up real quick. Chelsea still making moves. I see you play on the phone, Clayton. So I hope you're making some moves for uh, Chelsea right now. Helping them out a little bit. Looks like you guys got a defender, Desasi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had to get a replacement for that boy Fofana ASAP because apparently he's 
He's very fragile, so be on the lookout. You know, United, 60 if you want that, 40 on a good day, you know. But it still looked like we're also trying to get uh, Cancelo still, as always. Uh, we're playing Broke Boy right now, which I love, so let's keep it up because I don't want to force the move right now. I'm not trying to pay 110. I don't want to do the the Arsenal thing and, you know, just just paying that, that geek bread. So spend 125 for a nigga that don't even run okay enzo oh, fernandez puffy okay. boy oh. <laughs> it's okay hey, because... enzo fernandez is so lazy wesley snyder said he's wesley snyder was like damn i never seen a, a midfielder with that low work rate for 120 million i mean bro it's okay because i saw the local scammer out there too the number one yahoo boy shit out of ukraine you know, he ain't getting no real PT out there, but I seen him, you know, warming up doing his thing like like a local local scammer. But it, it's calm. I don't I don't see us trying to force any other signing. If we do, I hope again it's a striker. But yeah, I hope it's calm on the Conceito side. And I I rather wait till December to get somebody. Yeah, it looks yeah, like he's a striker in in Cuckoo. He just led the Bundesliga in goals. Yeah, and, and, you got Jackson, and Jackson could definitely be a nice little backup. And yeah. then we also have uh, what's his name? Um, We're going after Kudos too. Looks like y'all leading the race for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most yeah. of Lukaku is still there. Yeah, Lukaku is there. We also have um, God, what's his name? Is killing me right now. Um, uh, from our academy, he's still there. So well, Broja. Yeah, Broja. Yeah. So those are the options that we have right now. So we're gonna see. Um, yeah, I don't want to force nothing right now, but. If we can get a focus striker, then cool. But if not, let's see how it works with these four options. It looks like y'all did keep uh young Lee, uh Levi Colwell. Yeah, 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 yeah. Colwell signed a new contract. Right. Um, he probably might stay less playing time, but I feel like if he get a loan, that's cool. But if he's gonna stay with the team, um, yeah. I hope he gets a fair opportunity with Thiago's, you know, age and stuff like that. Right. Well, yeah, y'all making big moves this summer. So whether y'all kicking uh, people up in the men. So Chelsea. Huh? That's Chelsea for you. And just to be also ZX still is looking for a team. So Pep, I know you like to work magic. You know, so if you if you want to take Hakeem under your wing as a replacement for Mares, I think you could do it. <laughs> That might be dangerous, though. You know, and and in the year after, you can move him to Saudi on the sneak like y'all do. I, I I didn't say that, but you know, Isn't, didn't oh. you create the method, Chelsea? Shh, shh. <laughs> but you know, hey, Anthony is just out there for you in case you know ever wonder about a quicker way of getting your plays out of the EPL. Well, I'll end it with this: United sign. Uh, Rasmus Hoyland, oof, for a lot of money. My God, seventy-two million uh, uh, pounds with some, I think, eight million pounds in add-ons to that. So it's about eighty million pounds. Um, yeah, that's like the biggest news for United right now. Uh, other than that, yeah, that's pretty Thoughts, much. It. Man, your new superstar striker, right? Yeah, are you excited? Like what? The what? Yeah. So I'm, I'm in a holding pattern with this one, bro, because. Uh, that's a lot of money for nine goals, man. Nine goals for $72 million for nine goals? 
Yeah, I was about to ask, like, what y'all signed him for? The, the his international goals or his his club goals? Like, what's going let's on? Say, like, let's say even if it was for the international goals, would he score four, five, and two games, and that's it? So it's not like it's not even like it was a like you know a bunch of caps that and he he got a bunch of goals. Yeah. So, yeah, so I, think I heard like six and six. It was nothing like special. Yeah. So we'll see, man. I, I'm gonna hold. I'm gonna hold in pattern with this. We're still trying to get the players, get rid of players like McTominay and McGuire and Fred. So none of them, none of them been uh, uh, accepted. So uh, one big thing I wanted to ask you guys about was how y'all feel about the uh, Victor Oshman rumors. The uh, was 120 million euros or 120 million pounds for uh, Victor Oshman from uh, Al Hilal. Yeah, let, let, let's be honest. If he wants to, you know. If he wants to make money, cool. But if he wants to really, you know, make history, then let, let's just look straight at Napoli. And I think Napoli they already might... made history. They won the league. That's I the mean, peak, man. Go, I go feel get like... their bread, bro. He's not Mbappe. He's not playing the legacy game. He ain't. He's not going to be an all-time great player. Go get that money and sit down with the mess. Yeah. Do the more gym fast. Exactly. And as Samoa Jan, his career got messed up. He was talking about after the 2010 World Cup, he was supposed to go to Man City. Who knows what his life is like if <laughs> if it's Kun Aguero and as Samoa Jan at Man City. Who knows? Yeah, I, I guess that's what I wanted to get the feeling of. Like, this is not an Mbappe type of transfer. It's not going to be a transcendent type of transfer. Uh, you know, so if he goes goes over there, he's going over there just for the money, for real. Like, it's not, there's no, yeah, there's no. They're all going for the money, but oh, of course, Ocean yeah. is a player that his his best gift is heading the ball. That's CTE <laughs> City. Go get that money right now, boy. No doubt. So yeah, that's about it for the big transfers, though. I appreciate you guys helping that. Shout out to money bags, and uh, I know you didn't mention this, but this is a transfer that Claytis. It might be on your radar, man. Harry Kane. No, Osman oh. Dembele going to PSG. It's Mbappe needs, you know, he needs a replacement for Messi. It looks like it's Dembele because they sent Xavi Simons to Leipzig. Do you think Dembele can do anything to help PSG in the Champions League? Can he convince Mbappe to stay and sign a new contract? <laughs> Or can he stay healthy? First of all, I, I don't know what those people are doing over there because right now they said Mbappe is not playing the first game, and there's some more stuff, legal actions. And Lucho but, wants him to play, but the owner does not. So that's yeah. the conflict that Lucho they saying he might even step down if they won't let Mbappe play. Yeah, you got you got legal issues coming from the from the French FA, and it's a lot going on. So. I mean, Dembele and, and Mbappe up top will be with Asensio. You know, it, it sounds nice, but I don't oh, really. Neymar, you said Asensio. What happened to the ghost of Neymar? Yeah, Neymar but you know, is is I don't know. I don't. I don't really. Ex, something about the team right now doesn't breathe confidence. There's too much drama going on to to really be focused on the football, because your best player on the team is not playing. But you still gotta pay him five hundred mil. Yeah, it's interesting. But uh, speaking of that five hundred mil, one of the guys that just left is now in America doing numbers, right, Marcus? 
Hey man, we ain't gonna have no MLS minute this week, but we is gonna go in on Marcus's um, messy minute. Yes, sir. The goat, little goat talk. The goat <clears throat> this week was uh versus Atlanta United, and um I'm sure everybody saw the highlights. My boy got an offside goal, and it wasn't even on the first attempt or ricochet. It's embarrassing to be quite honest. Be honest with you. They moving like grandpas and they out here looking dominant. Okay. It's like some grade school shit. It's like if okay, if I made a metaphor for American sport, if LeBron walk up on a wreck on the park, you know what I mean, on the five on five, and everybody every play just keep passing it to LeBron. That's what was going on with Messi, okay? How can you not stop that? Busquets is just moving. Like I said, he moving like a grandpa jogging. I want to see the work rate on both of those guys. But, hey, the game was over at halftime. Folks, about, it was three zip. He came back out, got another one by that Ryan Taylor dude who <laughs> he, doing what, he doing what Neymar was doing when uh, Messi was at Barca. Sorry to say it like that. He dropping. Um, yeah, they got them up out the way. Messi got sub, and everybody left the, left the stadium after, when he got sub. Yeah. The Americans are sick, bro. This is that's all we got for this goat talk this week, man. We're gonna watch the League Cup, bro. <laughs> salute, salute. What are y'all loading, right? Yeah, he is. Yeah, shit. It look like Sa- Suarez might be loading when his season in because he talking mm-hmm. about some. Uh, he want to retire. That's their dream to retire together, mm-hmm. but. We I gotta do a little bit more investigation. I'm gonna hit y'all back next week on that. How the hell is Inter Miami getting all these DP slots? Yeah, Messi, Busquets, Alba, and Suarez might be loading. Okay, and that's not the only foreign players. Joseph Martinez is he a, is he now a homegrown player now? Yeah, he get he got the American oh lord. Shoot, I was man. about to say that's how they cooked it. Joseph yeah. is a homegrown now. Okay, okay, six years in Atlanta. So yeah. He didn't get it. Okay. You know how it go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So yeah. I, well, he's in jail, so I can't. I'm not gonna bring up his name. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Anywho, yeah. Champagne. He ain't got much. <laughs> Before we get into champagne goal of the week, Marcus, I want to ask you about Liverpool's leadership change. Now Virgil Van Dyke is the captain. Trent Alexander Arnold is the vice captain. What are your thoughts, man? Hey man, before we had got on today, we I had watched all the little uh farewell videos for Hendo and Fab because they officially both sold to the Saudi League. Like you said, it's a new skip in town. Um, a Dutch lad, not gonna be a, a scouser right now because we got a scouser at Vice Cap. Um, just to speak on Virgil, I think it's the best, the best like uh choice because he's looked as a leader. He was looked upon as a leader even when Hando was there, in a sense, because like he commands that that back four. Um, I think he is not gonna be super vocal because if you look at him with Holland, he's not super vocal. It looked like when um it looked like Memphis Depay and uh Jeannie were doing more of the yelling for him. But the young players, they um they look up to him. Like Cody Gakpo, he looks up to him. You can, I could, I see that a lot. Like he looks up to him like a big bro. Um, shit. In our team, Gomez does the same. 
So I think um, Trent learning, and then like also like you said, a scout to Trent getting the vice captain is kind of cool. So I think him learning, them seeing like different ways how to get um, messages through because they had said a couple weeks before we had made what was that that run that we had made to win when we won the um, Premier League. Hendo had gotten everybody ass, and it was just like a different type of vibe when um, Hendo was around because it was like talking about how he went on a different type of run. And then I do remember that boy had got a gold in that time. So, I mean, like I said, shout out to the cap. It's a new message coming through. I think it's going to be a little bit more passive. Um, and then, like, influenced by play instead of, like, somebody getting yelled at, somebody getting – like, I don't think we're going to have those moments where you might have seen last year where James Miller got in Trent's ass, um, Hendo and, and Andy going back and forth. No homo, excuse me. Um and um, I think, yeah, like I said, it would be more closed doors, behind closed doors type of thing with the uh, messages kid going, going through. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm ready, man. Hopefully Van Dyke can be our captain for a little bit. You know what I mean? I think he got about four, five more years left. For sure, for sure. Now, champagne gold of the week, guys. Let's start it off with our special guest, Jamal. What's your champagne gold of the week? <clears throat> champagne goal of the week hmm it's a good question hey i'm gonna uh i'm gonna uh, think about it for a second and then y'all come back to me all right that that's that's i don't think that's happened in the history of the show all right Let, let's give that young brother some time man he's new he's still learning anthony what's your champagne goal of the week i got you jamal hey dan I don't got nothing. Uh, That's how you're supposed to do it. I don't got nothing. I ain't been watching this. Nothing, nothing was champagne. Didn't see it. Hey, if it happened, I don't got it. Nothing (laughs) in my database. Sorry. That's how you're supposed to do it, Jamal. Be honest with the streets. Now, what's the champagne goal of the week, Jamal? It's like life goals or like soccer goals? Hey, man. All right. (laughs) My champagne. (laughs) Just, just, hey, man. My champagne goal of the week is Linda Caicedo's first goal against Germany. The goal was so jiggy. My boy Dougie E called me and said, hey, man, I know you a vampire. Turn it on. I said, oh, I watched it. The way she was dribbling through those A, it's like she dribbled through two players, gave another one the shoulder, made her lean back, got it on her right foot, chopped. Hey, man, the goal was so smooth. She ran to the area where the fans were. They were all turned. Her whole fan, her whole team went over there. I was like, yeah, they got to win this game. And I'm happy they did. But that's my champagne goal of the week. Shout out, Linda Caicedo. Uh, Marcus, what's your champagne goal of the week? Hey, man, this is going to be sick. I'm giving it to the GOAT. I'm not giving it on the first goal. I'm giving it on the one that Ryan Taylor gave him the assist on. Uh, Messi was doing the most moving in that game at that morning break. He fed it to Ryan. Ryan fed it back on an ugly sliding cross. Messi with a little gentle tap in on the suspect of the season at goalkeeper Brad Guzan. Yeah, man. Shout out to the GOAT. <laughs> wait, wait. The, goal, the goalie was who? Brad Guzman? Yeah. Guzan. Guzan, bro. Well, he's still, he's still alive? Yeah, yeah bro. he's been my keeper for like four years. Collecting, he's a collect that check all star man. Exactly. He's in the Hall of Fame. 
Ephraim, what's your champagne goal of the week? I'm going to give it to Wendy Renard from France for the game winner in that very entertaining uh, France-Brazil game. Uh, came in the 83rd minute. It was uh, She's six foot two. Look, she's towers over everybody on the other team. So it was pretty easy to go to her and have her headed in. So that's exactly what she did. It was a towering header. She ain't had to jump for the ball necessarily. Just headed it on in there. Nobody could stop it. So shout out to Wendy Renard. For sure. Claytis, what's your champagne goal of the week, man? You know, I got to see my boys live in action. Definitely going to go ahead and give it to Thiago. Nice little header. The old man got up. Wow. You know, nice and clean header, man. It's a shame he's still your best center back. <sighs> I know. Life is it's, it's tough. I know. Jamal. Go ahead and give the people a life goal of the week, man. Go ahead, man. What's your, what's your champagne goal of the week, man? Hey, man. What you want to accomplish or what you want the people to accomplish out there, man? What I want the people to accomplish is uh, whatever you got going on, whether if it's your nine to five, your side gig, you know, some some type of uh, thing of improvement or self-improvement, just, just go hard at it, man, and take it day by day. That's nice. Good advice. And I, I, one more thing. Um, oh, Lord. I just want to say we follow the arsenal. You know what I mean? That's all I want to say. We What's... follow the arsenal. What is that? Hey, is that a chat GPT slogan of yours? Yeah, man. Hey, this guy's dangerous. What's the site? This guy's dangerous. I've never <laughs> seen I've, This is live gentrifying that we're seeing right now. <laughs> I've never heard that before. Where's he getting no this power, no power in his heart. Yeah. <laughs> what do he say? We are Arsenal. That sounds like we some follow posts. the Arsenal. We them Arsenal hey. boys, man. We them Arsenal boys, you know. That might gotta bright... be the title, Dan. We them Arsenal boys. <laughs> yeah. We got a bright future ahead of us, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Jamal's great at naming titles. He says funny stuff, and I'm like, dang, that has to be the title on Chapasu Convos all the time. But all right, man, in the club all-stars, who you in the club with this week, Jamal? You get the concept of that. Someone's been balling so well, you got to celebrate their success. Hmm. You said who am I in the club with? Yeah. Hey, man, stop putting me on the spot, man. It's my first day. That's why I broke it down for you. He said it's my first day. I just got here, man. You got to give me some time, man. Try by fire, homie. All right, mm -hmm. my in the club all-stars, I'm saluting the Colombian women national team, the French women national team, the Dutch women national team, because I like how they're playing that 3-1-4-2. That's a system that I saw uh, <laughs> homie Nigelsman get fired for using that. Tuchel tried to use it. The Dutch women are doing it correctly. It's very inspiring to see it. And I also got to salute um, my boy, Harv Renard, man. Like I said, Africa's favorite white man. <laughs> he's doing his thing for his home country. They finally gave him a chance in his homeland, and he's doing a good job in short notice. I got to salute you. Um, Claytis, who you in the club with? Man, I was going to go with one guy, but, you know, the whole Chelsea squad is definitely outside. I was definitely pleased with what I saw on Sunday. Nkunku looks look fresh, you know, ready for the league. So, yeah, man, the whole team's outside, you know, no liquor. 
You can look at the women and you know and have fun, but no no liquor. Okay, okay, okay. Anthony, are you in the club with someone? Or are you also avoiding the club this week? I'm in the club and I'm saluting Operation Blue Lock, the female edition. Yeah. Shout out to my ladies over in Japan. Japan. Yeah, dropping dropping goals, shutting their opponents out. I'm loving it. Keep it up. For sure. Marcus, who you in the club with? Um, well, first off, you had said you already got the Dutch women with you, then you know, but I gotta I gotta get Jill from you. And um also <laughs> I gotta bring in um Australia for waxing Canada before I went to work, okay? Yeah, I was, was eating it. my grits, looking at Alfonso Davis's girlfriend. Well, ex -girlfriend. excuse me, ex girlfriend. Be blamed for that asshole. We're terrible for not knowing your name, but it is what it is. Number nine. That that lady had very little to do with that game. It was other people looking crazy. Okay, I, and I got the question. Sorry, we're gonna end it like this for me. That biracial question, man, I, I need to see the percentages, bro, because it was a lot of black Canadian women on the pitch. Hey, man. Hey, I, I, I went on Google. They said that, you know, Canada's 4% black and they're 10% biracial. You know, they separate them. Only in America, we count biracial as black. But, you know, we also count feet and pounds no one else does that stuff too so hey it is, it is what it is you know we be lasting stuff and, and, and by the way before before you know jamal goes and updates us on what he said earlier we all follow the arsenal is a song by arsenal fan chance hmm, okay yes, so please. so that's where you got the information from um, well, you know, Dan didn't know that because you know he's not really a real artist. Yeah, I've never been to a game. I'm not supposed to know that. He just started. <laughs> I'm not gonna like, fake the funk. I've never been to a game. I don't know all that. 2014, he started being on Arsenal. I told him, like, yo, like I know you into soccer. Check this squad out. They pretty nice. You know, he finally got on to it. So. 2014, that's crazy. Everyone knows he's a liar. Who's watching the World Cup together? Hey, man. Now who's watching the World Cup together? I could have sworn. Yeah, I mean, you know, you know. What does this say right here? It is 2005, boy. This is when I went to London. If you know football, you know this jersey. This yeah. from 2005, boy. I've been an Arsenal fan since 2000. With my name on it, I've always had my name on the back of the jerseys. Never cared about a player because it's about me. Hmm. So, yeah. Hey, the streets, we, we know the truth, man. Like, R.I.P. Draco the Ruler, we know the truth. Hey, man, we, we gunners. We in this together, man. Oh, yeah, no, we're not in this to get to get us, it's us against the world, man. And it's beautiful, guys, because he doesn't know it, true or false. Have I not been looking at going to Real Madrid and making my own transfer? Let him have Arsenal. I'm out. <laughs> I don't get it. I'm, we'll going to Madrid. I'm going to Madrid. We'll see. Dan been scouting for a new team, low key. You yeah, see, how much I've been talking good. about Linda Caicedo. You know who she plays for, right? Real Madrid. Going home. Oh, so you're trying to take a page out of my book. You want to live a, a nice, stress-free life, huh? Yeah. You want I guess in your 30s, you want to enjoy losing. I want success. 
I'm going the other way. Hey man, the flock don't lose. Lamar Jackson got the uh, second best winning percentage after Patrick Mahomes. So yeah, no Super Bowls though. That's what America. Yeah, I, about say, I, I like regular season. It's Super most Bowl. people won't have Super Bowls. Majority, hey. there's gonna be like thirty two. There's gonna be like thirty one quarterbacks that won't have a Super Bowl. Like how many MVPs quarterbacks don't have a Super Bowl? You better go get one, boy. That's all I'm gonna hey, say. Man. Every hey, MVP quarterback in the last decade, except for Matt Ryan. Sorry, Matt. Sorry, Marcus. Has won the Super Bowl. Hey, OBJ, Zay Flowers, our defense is on lock. My God. That's you senior citizen mean? Odell. I, okay. Hey. He's all in. I like he, Jamal. Yeah. I'm sorry. You from who you in the club with, man? <laughs> I'm going to go. Uh, Anthony, Anthony said the, the what I'm going to say as well. Japan, 11, and, 11 to nothing, 11 nil, have, have given zero goals up, won their group, but with nine points. Yeah, they're in the club with me. For sure. I also have to shout out, I forgot, shout out David Silva and Diego Boleyn for retiring. Y'all definitely. Yeah, Gigi Buffon. So, hey, we might have to build a five-a-side of all the homies that retired because Fabregas retired. A lot of brothers retired this summer. And I also have to shout out where Ephraim is posted right now, like a mailbox, Denver. Because Drake said that Denver has the most beautiful women uh her density, you know. Sure, the, density, the most density of, of Niash. I'm bad things. So shout out to Denver. They said the honeys are there. I know you can't comment and Ephraim. You're you're a faithful man. How you like uh Denver, Ephraim? How how has it been since you've been out there? It's been good, man. It's been good to me. I got a really good job. I live by some mountains, get to go into the mountains whenever, pretty much. Got to go to a parade. Say what? They got to go to a parade. You saw a championship already, the Nuggets. Oh, yeah. The Nuggets won the championship. The Avs won the year before. <laughs> so, yeah. It's just yeah. winning follows them. Hey, man, I might have to – I might hop out there for a ski trip or something. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I thought you was going to say, I'm about to hop out there and make them my new team. Go ahead, yeah. man. Russell, <laughs> the big brother. I'll never be a Broncos fan. That's like one of the whitest teams in America to me. Hey man, I know a shout out to all the black Bronco fans. I know Jordan. Hello, I don't know Angelo. what's wrong with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Jordan Brent. Of, that team reminds me of like F 150s and shit. Like four they, love, they love their Broncos out here, man. There's plenty of black Bronco fans out here too. So shout um, out to all the Crips out there too. We know y'all know that. Yeah, what we said, yeah, I know they be there, man. I heard. Shout yeah, out Lindell White. Shout out Lindell White. Play for this team in Tennessee called the Titans that I never was a fan of. Yeah, man. All right. Shout out to our special guest, Jamal, one of the greatest liars of all time. We back next Friday. Big preview. We'll holla at you. But before we leave, what we got to do, Marcus? Hey, man, till next time, man. Keep them pinkies up.